Right. right. Recording. Shut the fuck up. Who's a mess? <laughs> God damn, bro. I don't care, bro. Great oh, start. Lord. That was a well, great well, start. No, because our group chat's blown up. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. Alright, anyway. Sorry, I'm in PR mode here. Leave that in. Leave that in. <laughs> have to now, right? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chippewa Hockey Download, Episode 5 with Kylie Del Rey. My name is Devin Serra, alongside Parker Morrison, below me, reporter for CCHN. Also did some play-by-play -play last year, and, of course, our guest today, not other than Kylie Del Rey from the CMU women's hockey team. Kylie, welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great. We're happy to have you on here. This has been a long time coming. You texted me earlier today. I said, want to come on the podcast when we set up our lineup for the show. And you said, I thought you'd never ask. So I did ask and we're here. And this actually kind of happened really sudden, like literally within hours. So glad you guys were flexible with it, able to do it. Parker, how you doing, man? Not too bad. You know, summer's been going well. Uh, just getting ready for this upcoming hockey season. I'm sure you are too, Kylie. Training yes. still, getting your workouts in, making sure you're strong for this upcoming season. Devin, how was your summer, man? Oh, it's been wonderful, man. Been working a lot of DoorDash. It's all I do, pretty much. It's like DoorDash. There you go. Make Photoshop edits for Joe and the, the Instagram, <laughs> and then um, occasionally have a brewski or two. You know, I'm 21 now, so trying to enjoy there my youth while I got it, man. It's, it's been fun. Uh, Kylie, before we introduce you here, what you been up to? Um, you know, it has been a little tricky staying on the ice. I definitely do miss it and my team, but I have been going to the gym with my mom. We've been workout buddies this summer, so that has been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm really excited for this season. That's great to hear. I know Chippewa fans are great to hear that. It's getting stronger in the gym is always needed. Always, I need to get back in the gym too. I've been lacking. I've, I haven't done a leg day in three weeks because the last time I did, I almost threw up. But this ain't about me. Hey. This is about Kylie Del Rey. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you know, Parker, you're a, you're a gym stud yourself. Hey, um, you know what? You got to get back in the gym. You got to get those only gains going. Yeah, you know? there it is, baby. There, there it is. is. There's the plug. Only gains shirt. How about There that? you go. That's oh, beautiful. Man. He did it. He showed it, guys. Alrighty. So Kylie Del Rey on the show from Woodridge, Illinois. Kylie, you're currently a sophomore right now. And uh, one of the best Chippewas had one of the best single seasons in Chippewa history for the club. Let's start off with some of your accolades. 16th overall in women's division two in points this year. That's 36 points, 22 goals, and 14 assists. Mind-boggling. You scored three hat tricks this year against Bowling Green, Northern Michigan, and Adrian. Kylie also received ACHA All-Athletic Second Team honors. She received Athlete of the Year from the CMU Club Sports Department and is the all-time single-season leader in goals and points for the club. So definitely a lot of accolades to your name. But, Kylie, we know you're a team player, and we know you're very, very team-oriented, and you love your teammates more than anything. So uh, we're not going to pump your tires too much, although we just did our best to do it. But tell us a bit about your background growing up in hockey. In Chicago area, we know you were on the Loyola area. Just tell us about your hockey career growing up. Um, well, I actually did not start as early as some might think. I actually only started playing in middle school. Funnily enough, I was a dancer from the time I was five years old till I was 10, you know, doing ballet, hip hop, jazz, tap. And then just, just one day out of the blue, I just kind of decided to drop it. And I'm like, let's try hockey, you know, because that's a totally logical transition. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, even since I was really little, I would always sit and watch whole entire Blackhawks games all the way through. I've been 
has always been a super big Blackhawks fan. And uh, yeah, so about sixth grade, I played in-house hockey for a year to kind of get my foot in the door. And by fall of 2016, I was on my first ever travel team, the Chicago Hawks. Um, yeah, and it all just kind of went up from there. This upcoming year is going to be my eighth season playing hockey. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of great memories with it. A lot, met a lot of really cool people that helped me get to where I am now. And uh, yeah, I just it's just a great game. You know, I, I'm so thankful that I picked it up when I did. And, um, you know, it's never too late to start, you know. Definitely. So, yeah, Definitely. that was really fun for me. That's incredible. It's incredible. To start in middle school, I think most hockey players that reach the level of success that you've had already can be in awe because a lot of kids will start at three, four, five years old and work their way up through the squirt ranks to getting all the way to Bantam. And, and even then, it can still be hard to find your footing as a hockey player. The fact that you did it from middle school is impressive. Did that dancing background have an effect on you? Did it improve your ability or give you kind of an easier time at getting started in hockey and working balance on your skates? Um, I would say probably it did help me have a little more core strength than I probably would have initially had. But the first few practices and the first few skates when I did go to the, um, it was called drills, drills and skills at my old rink. And, uh, you know, I'd go out there, you know, I'm really hard on myself naturally. But uh, yeah, those first couple practices were kind of tricky for me, definitely. But um, my first coach, he just told me to keep going and keep trying, keep coming back. And so that all kind of just, it was that perseverance. And then the more I kept practicing, the better I got, the more comfortable I felt. And then that's when I started to really have fun. That's great stuff. Awesome. So I got to know, were you able to skate before you started playing hockey? Because I know for a lot of people, it takes them almost a year to get actually out on the ice to be able to get going. So how, how quickly were you able to learn that? Uh, yeah, I had never ice skated before in my life before I decided, hey, let's try hockey. Um, yeah, I, I'd never ice skated, not even at like a public skate. But I'm like, it was it was a struggle. I mean, again, I will say dancing probably helped me have a little more, you know, balance and kind of good center of gravity. But, you know, it was just, again, that repetition going to learn to skates and just really simple, you know, you guys know the seat cuts, the quick stops, you know, things like that. Um and just really those basic skills and just going over and over and over again until I felt comfortable. Because then once you nail one aspect of it, the rest comes naturally, right? Because then eventually you don't even have to think about skating. You're just out there and you're just going and you're thinking about, you know, next play in the game, where the puck's at, where the puck's going. And yeah, so it was all just one big development from there. Incredible, incredible stuff. I want to ask you now how you exactly found out about CMU. How did you make your way to the place of Mount Pleasant because a lot of people that come here kind of do it unexpectedly and not exactly the way that's as orthodox. Were you recruited here? Uh, Did you see about it before you were recruited? How did you get to CMU and start playing for them? Uh, Well, I'd say unexpected is an understatement there, Tevin. Uh, I originally was looking at to play NCAA D3 hockey with a biology major. Very, very vague, very broad. I've always been a big science nerd, so I knew I wanted to go into that kind of field. I, for the longest time, you know, I started junior year, started looking and was looking at a lot of NCAA D3 hockey. And then the more I kind of learned about it, I was like, again, I haven't been playing that long. And of course, there are many girls that are much better than I am. And that NCAA is a big commitment and it's a much higher level than I think I would have enjoyed playing in a lot more intense. So that's when I kind of started to, you know, search around and look um, for club hockey. 
And I actually, I had no idea Central Michigan even existed until, because I had an account, a profile on an athletic website called Next College Student Athlete. It's a recruiting website where you upload clips, information, coaches can find you, you can find schools and has all the schools information as well as the hockey team's information. And Chris, our head coach, Chris Haney, actually found me on uh, NCSA and was like, hey, I saw your footage. Um, I'm actually going to be at this tournament in May, Hockey Fights Cancer in uh, Troy, Michigan. Um, this was a couple years ago, and he's like, I'm going to be up there. I see that you're playing this weekend. I would love to meet you. Um, and so, yeah, that first game of the tournament, my team ended up playing his team. So that was a lot of fun. Great to meet him there. And, yeah, we just stayed in touch from there. And then fall of my senior year, I saw them come play because they came to Loyola to at the CMU team. At the time, I came and saw them play at Loyola. That's when I kind of like, you know what? I I really like this team. I like this coach. I really like the philosophy and the school is great. Um, I ended up deciding that I wanted to be an athletic training major. And um, they offered a really great three plus two master's program for athletic training there. One of the only ones in the country. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? I think this is where I want to be. So, you know, right after the game, I told Chris, I said, hey, you know, I'm in, you know, so yeah, it was, it was great feeling being committed so early, especially in my senior year. Um, I was pen to paper in November and so I, I was ready to go, but yeah, just the excitement just built from that signing to the very first game. And I just, I couldn't be more happy with my decision. So when you first, like that initial practice that you had with CME, what was it like finally going from watching them in the past and kind of having that build up senior year to finally getting there and finally being able to step foot in Martin Ice Arena and just and play with all the other girls, get to meet them. What was that like? First first initial thoughts. It was cool. I mean, obviously I was still kind of nervous because I didn't know any of them very well. It was good though the first couple of weeks of school before our first practice. I had actually done a fundraiser with a couple of my former team or my now teammates. Um, I think it was Noelle for sure. I remember, you know, connecting with her a little bit, meeting her for the first time. And uh, so that helped me a little bit. But definitely that first locker room encounter was very awkward for everybody, especially having half the locker room being freshmen. It was definitely a little, a little awkward. But I will say since I was connected to the team for so long, like even from that first moment that I met up with um, Coach Haney, I was I felt very connected to the team, you know, because they would help me as I was looking at other schools. You know, they would give me information about Central and the team. And Mac is she's awesome with all the health profession stuff. She she knows so much about that stuff. So she was a great resource. She was very helpful. So I, I did feel I will say I did feel a little more comfortable than I think some of the other freshmen did just because I knew I knew Mac and I knew Emily very well leading up to that so I did feel a little more comfortable but still there were so it was still awkward you know because I'm like okay these are my teammates now so you know just kind of put yourself out there that first practice was good I don't remember too much about it but I just do remember that you know I definitely saw some of the camaraderie start like that seed was planted there and I definitely could see kind of foresee all of our development and yeah it was it was exciting it was great to finally be in that arena you know on that ice knowing hey, I'm a member of the CMU women's hockey team. So it was great. I love the fact that you mentioned how important Mac was in getting your development going. I've had a lot of very cool conversations about Mac, obviously captain of the women's team, now going to be going on two seasons here coming up. How vitally important was it to have that presence from a leader like her? You mentioned it's a young team. It was half freshmen, including yourself, when you stepped foot on the campus that first practice. Did the leadership 
help you with most of the on-ice stuff, or was it more the off-ice getting used to the area and your teammates that helped you? Mac is a phenomenal leader. Like, I, I could just go on about her. She's just incredible. She's an incredible woman. You know, because at this point, this isn't youth hockey anymore, right? So you get there, and we're adults. We are we are a student-run team. And so, you know, she really laid the groundwork for our team. She does so much for us, but, you know, she lays it all out in the Constitution, you know, what our team's values are, our morals what the commitment is actually like to be a member of the team um, as far as academics and like athletics, um, keeping up with things like office workouts, study hours. You know, she really did a great job of kind of bringing us all together from the very get-go. And especially um, Emily as well, who is our assistant captain. They both really worked together really well, especially like first semester to kind of bring all of us, our nine new freshmen together and just kind of, you know, help us get settled in and feel comfortable. Because that's the thing, like the first couple of weeks, I will say were a struggle for me just because it's a whole new state. I'll, like nobody knows me. I don't know anybody. But just hockey has always been sort of an escape for me. So when I started to, you know, form some chemistry and, you know, bond with some of these girls, it really helped out in other areas of my life at the time. But having such fabulous leaders like Mac and Emily were just really it was really helpful helped me settle in very well both the athletic and the academic aspect because i knew i could go to them for anything and so then building up to that first game you know it was it was great it was really great to have them finally see what they were about kind of be on the team with them know that they're my teammates and just be able to truly respect them for the leaders they are and leah too she um she's also she's our another assistant captain she uh she's great you know she leads by example for sure um, I always looked up to her from the very get-go. So just all three of them, I, I couldn't ask for a better captaincy squad. So I'm really grateful for all of them. Now, you, you mentioned your transition um, from, from a new state into Michigan, coming to CMU being a lot easier because of your three captains. Now, moving to like more of an academic standpoint, I know you were in the honors hall because I was there with you. So how was it transitioning from this high school in a different state to now moving to play hockey and then being in like such an intense honors program. So how, how was that transition academically for you? I will say, I, I think my high school prepared me very well for college. Um, you know, I took, uh, I took a couple AP classes. So I was, I was a little bit ahead of the game. And the very nice thing about college is that it is not a rigorous eight hour day with seven classes with homework due every night for every single class and that was definitely not to toot my own horn but i've always been very proud of my work ethic so being able to kind of dial back on the amount of classes and also kind of like focus on other things each day rather than everything all at once every day really helped me kind of feel more passionate about the things i was studying i was taking a couple uh gen ed still you know, I was in the honors introductory course and I was taking my intro to athletic training. And so it was a lot of that intro stuff, but I did feel very prepared. I felt very organized. And I will say the honors program definitely did help me meet some people and do some things that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise because I was still really kind of shy because I didn't know anybody. But the honors program, you know, we had to do those eight service projects, you know, Parker, the um, personal development projects. Those helped me really kind of put myself out there more than I think I initially would have. And then, yeah, from there, it helped me branch out to classmates in, in other courses and with the um, the tight camaraderie of the honors program, you know, seeing kids in other honors classes that I already knew. Yeah, that all just kind of helped mesh together, you know, knowing I could kind of communicate with these other people. Yeah, and again, just having more flexibility to really focus on 
different classes each day and like having time to, uh, you know, like actually put a lot of effort and thought into my work because I'm not slammed with work. Every assignment, like I was always thinking a few days ahead and just doing work at that pace, knowing that it wasn't due the next day was very helpful for me to like get it done in a really thoughtful and time efficient manner. So I think it was a good transition academically. Um, I really like it. I enjoy, I don't think it's too bad of a workload and I really enjoy the classes I'm in and the classes I'm going to be taking this year. So I'm really excited. You know, there's a trend I've noticed between two of you. It's if you wear glasses, lift heavy weights, and enjoy a crap ton of work <laughs> and staying up till 3 a.m., then you're involved with the CMU hockey teams and you do a pretty good job at it. That's a, I don't know if, if I'd say happy about staying up till 3 no, a.m. I mean, yeah, that's a stretch. That, one, that one's a stretch, but I mean, other than that, we're a part of the CMU hockey team only for those. Reasons. Hey, you got a favorite uh, late night snack run place or thing to get? Late night at Merrill was my go-to after practice uh, snacks. I love that stuff there. That's good. But yeah, coming home late, you know, I like snacking. Muddy Buddies were my best friend, though, after practice as well. I love those. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I was going to ask you too, Parker, but, you know, you can stay silent too if you want. Uh, don't be shy here. I, I don't know. I, I every time after after we'd have a broadcast or something, it would usually be me and my and my roommates would have to head over to Dragon Express, grab some orange chicken, some vegetable rice. That's what's up. That's that and it, and it, such big portions for like ten bucks too is great. Mm-hmm. Being a broke college student, it made it so much easier. That and a Seven Eleven run to go with it to get the. Oh, get the I know. Chicken. I know. Yeah. You, you go there, walk back, get the drinks on the way back. Rest in peace, that Seven Eleven. By the way, they just shut. I know, down, yeah. So. You got to go all the way. Oh, uh, never forgotten. You got to go all the way. Yeah, right. You got to go all the way to Mission Street now, basically leaving Mount Pleasant to get to a Seven Eleven. So thanks for that. Yeah, Let's unfortunately. See, so let's talk now about the season you had and the team. To start with the team, best season by far for the club in their history. I mentioned thirteen wins. I think this year. First ever appearance at the national tournament, which was in Marlboro, Massachusetts this year. Didn't go so well for you guys, but it was important that you got there. But let's talk about your season specifically. 36 points. You got off to a really hot start out of the gates. Your team was 7-1 and one through the first eight games. How well, how did you click so well with this team right away and go from what was expected to be maybe a, an 8- or 9-win season to what you guys had and ultimately a lot more? Obviously, we had a mission, right? Um, bringing in all these new girls. You know, we really wanted to make a statement this year. And after the first few weeks of practices, we were like, all right, we got something going here, and I don't think our opponents are ready for it. Um, and so that first series against Michigan State, you know, that first overtime win, and then going there and then beating them on their home ice, it just, that was really like our, that kind of like the fire under our butts. Like, all right, we got something great here. And you know, the lines meshed together really well. They kind of came together really well. I was fortunate to be line mates with Zoe and Gabby this year, and then Brooke and Caitlin were outstanding. And so just, I, I don't know, honestly, like, I don't know that, you could take a more diverse group of girls from all over the place. Like Brooke played in Arizona and Caitlin's from the UP and Zoe's from Farmington Hills. And so you bring all the, and Gabby's from Canada and you bring all these girls together and you just mesh so well. It, it's kind of crazy. But I think those first few weeks of practices and kind of getting to know each other and just having fun on the ice, because again, I think that's something Acha provides that the NCAA might not always provide is that you can just truly have fun because it's not the same level of commitment, which it's not not to undermine ACHA, of course, 
club hockey is college hockey. I will die on that hill. That's facts. And uh, yeah, so just being able to, you know, kind of bond with each other. You know, we had a a team party at Max Apartment the night before our first game against MSU. Um, you know, so just kind of just getting to know each other as women and students and just people. You know, I think that really contributed to the um, being on the ice. And then after that first MSU series, you know, we kind of fell like we were on top of the world. And so then we carried that into our other games. You know, we had so much fun, but obviously we still had a goal in mind, right? So we did what we could to catch those Ws, and we were always very positive. That is something that I really, really admire about this team is that everybody's ability to stay very positive. Like, even if, you know, we're down, you know, we can pick each other up and we pick ourselves up. We did that very well, and I think that really shone through, especially, like, later in that semester, you know, coming back against Adrian and, you know, fighting in all those games, you know, good taking the trip to Northern, beating them on their ice. So I think that was a big contributor, just getting to know each other very well and just having fun. That's awesome. I know a lot of a lot of players have their own defining moments along with their team. Do you think you individually had a moment where you were you felt that you were you belonged there and you knew that that's where you were gonna be? And whether that's like after a goal, after a really good game, I know as Devin said earlier, you had a few hat tricks this season. I mean, over 20 goals. Like, you did great this season, but did you think individually you have a defining moment throughout the season where you were just like, this this is where I'm going to be? To be totally transparent, I think probably the first game against Bowling Green. That was my first hat trick, first collegiate hat trick. My, my parents came up that weekend to watch the game, and so I drove back to my dorm with my mom, and I just kind of sat there. I'm like, I love this effing team. Like, I, I just, the overwhelming support from all the girls just getting excited for me. And not even that, just, we just all had a great game. Just the overwhelming support, like, just from every single person on the team, from the coaches to the teammates to some of my friends that showed up to watch the game, you know, it just, the overwhelming support inside the rink, outside the rink, everything just kind of came together in that moment, just kind of knowing, like, well, first of all, it was our third win. You know, we were 3-0 at that point. We're like, you know, 6-1, to big victory, feeling really good about it. So, yeah, just that's when I kind of knew. I was kind of sitting there with my mom in the car after. I'm like, man, I really like it here, you know? Like, this is this is great. Yeah, so even then, even the next day, you know, carrying in the next game, it was a tighter one. We won 2-1 to one in overtime, but it was still that same, you know, level of support, like knowing we have each other's backs. We were three games deep already. We're three and zero, so we're not. We're gonna go as long as we can undefeated. Yeah, so it's just that's when I kind of realized I think that this is it's it's almost perfect. Like yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for a better scenario, better team, better support system, both academically and athletically, coaching staff wise. They're all great, and just having the knowing all these girls, all eighteen, nineteen of them have my back was just was great. I, it was really fun and playing in the marty speaks for itself it's just you guys know it. you guys broadcast it there it's just the environment is just absolutely amazing you know you got people lining the glass and you got people in the bleachers and up upstairs along the glass paneling on the second floor it's just it's a great vibe in there you know blows the roof off the place whenever that goal horn goes off so it's just fun it, it's a great place to be and that's yeah, I would say that's probably my defining moment of the year. That's so cool. Defining moment is the way to put it because I really 
in my mind, thought when I saw you had that hat trick against Bowling Green that you arrived and the rest of the team arrived and you made your, your line mates better. You talk about players like Declan Whitoss and Brooke Hubert, who had, she'll tell you, the worst puck luck there is. I think you stole about 90% of that from her, so she's going to have to blame you for some of that. But I want to ask you, why do you think this year the culture, it, it's obvious there was a culture shift. It's obvious things clicked right this year above all others. Why do you think this year was so good. You've uh, you've kind of been reiterating stuff like great positive attitude off the ice, great leadership. What is the single reason why this year was so different for your squad? I don't know. I think probably just again bringing in these nine freshmen and but everybody, every single girl on this team brings something to the table. Every they all bring something unique, and I think that's something that's really great. I think we all make each other better. Everybody brings something different, both from like a personality standpoint and a hockey ability standpoint and so we all just kind of make each other better because each one of us has our own unique strengths and we just kind of bring that and apply that to each other's games Um, especially with like chemistry with the pairings and the forward lines and I think especially I know the girls last year that team last year definitely struggled so I think it helped having the older girls on our team you know uh, our captains obviously but also so like our older girls, our um, upperclassmen, being able to see like, all right, we got something this year, you know, it's time to hit the reset button. I've been here for a while. We're hitting the reset button and we got something going here, you know, so for the first three, four five games, now we're WWW. It's like, um, we really got something here and that just kind of, you know, kept the momentum going all the way through. And we didn't let that first loss stop us either. You know, we wanted to keep going. We wanted to prove that. We belonged in playoffs and nationals this year and, you know, do as best as we can going into Christmas break. And so obviously ended great against uh, Notre Dame with a series sweep and then came back fighting against uh, ACHA D1 Penn State. That was a big game for us, you know, that helped us, especially going to play against number one ranked two, just kind of, you know, tune, fine tune some things here and there. But yeah, overall, I just think the environment on and off the ice was always just really, at, at least for me, I thought it was really healthy and I thought it was just really motivating for all of us. Yeah. So I, I do got to ask because I, I know you had a great season this year. You guys did amazing. And I want to know what's the one thing that you are going to take in the next season? What's the, the one lesson or like one person that taught you something that you can take in the next season and make the next or this upcoming season. Now we're not even that far away anymore. What can you take into that and make sure that you guys kill it again this year? Um, This is something shout out to Stas Hartman. She's another one of our assistant coaches, former CMU player. I she's mm-hmm. lovely. She's like a big sister to me. Something she told me during playoffs is that you guys you know, because our playoff run was, you know, we struggled a little bit. But I, the biggest thing that I remember from that is her saying, you know, you guys, you stopped having fun a little bit. You know, you just, you, you kind of got that tunnel vision. You just got too, too focused, to over, overthought it, overthought some stuff. And I know I certainly did as well. So just, just having fun, like remembering like every shift, every time you step out there, just remembering that you're here to play club hockey and you are here to just have fun you know you're here for a reason you are you know just and that applies to every single one of my teammates you know everyone's here for a reason and everyone belongs on this team and so we we it's very clear like going you know seven and one for the first eight games and like it's very clear that we are capable of being a, a winning team and we have the ability so it's just keeping that mindset going i think that's one of the biggest things is just having fun you know um obviously you're 
going to go out there. You're going to work hard. You want to, you want to, you know, pass, shoot, score, all that good stuff. But, um, you know, think about plays, but it's not all the X's and O's, you know, it's going out there and, you know, your teammate just flipping on the ice for no apparent reason. Shout out to Allison for that one. Cause that was hilarious in Northern Michigan. Never forget that. Just it, it's little things like that, or just little bench conversations, little mishaps, and just remembering why you love the game and why you love your teammates. So it's, I think that's one of the biggest things this year is really keeping that the whole year through wins, losses, whatever the heck happens, just keeping that positive mindset, playing for each other, playing for the logo on the front, not the name on the back. Amen. Just like the, I mentioned in the pod last week, the miracle on ice, so I'm not going to do it again. But yeah, that kind of mindset. Who do you play for, right? And CMU women's hockey, clearly. So do you have a great story from this season, a great moment of you or a teammate that comes to mind i've heard a couple of great ones from mac and i'm gonna wait to to release them on you but you got a great story let's see for me personally one that sticks out it was it was right before it was the thursday night before we went to loyola we left that saturday morning i um my mom had sent me some of these um energy chews they were like a chocolate caramel like flavored like bites and I didn't read the label and I didn't know they were energy chews and I'm very sensitive to caffeine. So if I have caffeine, like, especially like later in the day, I will not sleep. And so I, um, yeah, I missed out on reading the label. And so I took three of them when you're only supposed to take one a day. And I was up for 22 hours straight. I took them uh, before my 9 PM practice and I did not sleep till 4 PM. The next day I did an interview with Matt and Derek and I was sitting at the desk and I'm like, Lord, help me. I'm seeing for you. Like, please let's wrap this up so I can go take a nap. Like I was doing my laundry at four o'clock in the morning, playing crossword puzzles. Cause I could not sleep. I I just and I came back to pray. I I got on the bus Saturday morning. I said, guys, you are never gonna believe the 22 hours I just had. So that definitely is a standout moment for me. Shout out to my mom for those. It's not her fault. I'm definitely gonna read the label on the stuff that I get from now on. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a funny story that I like to tell. But yeah. Hey, I bet that 9 a.m. practice though. You were you were moving pretty fast oh that 9 p.m pre- oh, oh i yeah. was hustling man i oh, yeah. tires were inflated I you're ready to do a burnout i wouldn't <laughs> doubt it she was she was on a different level well you mentioned Stas a couple minutes ago and i mean she's so influential to the team uh i did an interview with her over the penn state game and, and she she talked to me about how she thinks her leadership and her being a, a past player has impacted you guys and I know her answer, but I want to know what you think about that. I, I want to know how you think she's affected you guys being a, a player in the past, how that's like kind of a woven into how she's helped you guys move forward from losses and move forward from roadblocks over the season. Absolutely. Her being a former player, I will say it not in a negative way at all, but she brings a whole new perspective and ability of uh, coaching and mentorship than the actual coaches provide, Right. Because um, it's a lot different to, you know, you know, coach from a head coach standpoint, you know, some X's and O's lines, you know, just basic things like that. And then having actually like played on the women's team and played at that same level as us. And like she gets it, you know, um, she really, especially for me, too, she really helped me, you know, get out of my head at some points. Like she can see right through me, know when I'm overthinking a play or you know, when I'm like hesitating, you know, she knows when I'm not playing to my full ability. So it definitely provides a deeper connection. I think a lot of the other girls could probably speak to that too. Um, but I know she really 
takes that focus to like the one-on-one and just kind of she like really knows us you know especially as players and as just young women in co- playing college hockey so she definitely is very admirable in that aspect she helped me out a lot this season and just the team in general because like again like i can't reiterate it enough she just she gets it right so she's been there she's played on this team um she's worn that logo on the front right and so played known chris and known colin and brandon and being able to provide that play a former player perspective player to player but also having that respectability you know she was a great player in her time she put up a lot of points I know that she was a captain and so knowing that having having that player to player viewpoint but also being able to look up to her as like she's older but as a mentor that definitely provides a greater level of insight into everything she says and being able to really apply it to my and other girls game how cool I love hearing about the stories of leadership and mentorship because that's really what I think transforms a player from just being an individual to what you talk about, being a team player, to being Absolutely. with a winning team and being with a winning culture that's now established like you talked about. Let's continue on with the stories here. Matt gave me a great one to ask you about. Tell us about the bus ride cupcake incident, if you know. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um I want to say it was on the home from Northern Michigan. Oh man, the cupcake incident. It was on the ride home from Northern Michigan. It was Leah's birthday that Sunday um, on that game day. And so we won for her, you know, and we brought cupcakes on the bus. <laughs> and I was sitting next to, I was sitting behind Noel and Mac, you know, so they're chit-chatting up and I'm standing there talking with them. And uh, I, I had said something to Noel that I, I had like made fun of her for something and uh for Leah's birthday we had packed passed out mini cupcakes and so I'm very gullible <laughs> and so I Noelle didn't take lightly to the joke I made so she had a cupcake she's like here smell this this smells weird yeah I and I go over and I, I go to smell it and she shoves the cupcake in my face and I got frosting all over my face and Mac is like how did you fall for that I said I don't know I thought it smelled weird and so then Mac pulls her phone out, takes a video of me with frosting all over my face. And I could probably still pull up the video on my phone if I had it. But yeah, so then I was like, man, you know, I, I can't have shit in Marquette, Michigan. You know, <laughs> so, but no, it was, it was really funny. I, I, you know, she got, Noelle got me good on that one. But I, if she's listening, I'm going to get her back on this one, so. Oh, just she better watch your back. Well, you did get her back because you almost killed her with a flying saucer uh, one time in practice. I heard. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that one too. Yeah, I just uh, I'll, I I like to mess around in practice once in a while, you know, shoot pucks and try and hit the puck before they shoot it. Whatever. I was trying. I was across the ice at the Marty before practice trying to shoot the uh i shot a puck across the ice trying to hit the puck away from her and i misjudged the arc a little bit and it hit her foot and she wiped out (laughs) i uh (laughs) i felt awful because i thought she had just had surgery on her foot and i thought that was the foot that i hit but she told me it wasn't i was like okay i'm really sorry (laughs) you know i came over helped her up she's like what the hell man i was like i was aiming for the puck i promise i have nothing against you this was still kind of early in the season, so I'm like, man, I really hope she doesn't get a bad impression. Like, who does this brat think she is? Like, so, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was also just really funny. <laughs> 
I give Noelle a lot of crap, but I love the girl. She's great. She's hilarious. Um, but yeah, we give each other a lot of crap. Well, moving back to the bus rides, you guys had a couple long ones this year, and obviously, you guys are you guys are going to talk about a ton of things while you're there. What was the main topic of conversation when you guys are on the bus? Like, how did you guys hype each other up on the way to wherever you guys were playing for that day? Well, Parker, I can tell you for sure that from the hotel to the rink on um, Saturday and Sunday, you know, afternoon or morning, whenever it was, that uh, that really short bus trip, whether it was 5, 10, 15 minutes from the hotel to the rink was just blasting music, you know, dancing around. We got all our warm-ups on, you know, um, we got our warm-up jackets and pants on. We're just bumping music in the back of the bus. Um, we're all singing, you know, stuff like that, pulling up and pulling up with style, you know, rolling off the bus and all our, uh, and our warmups. So those are definitely hype on game days. Bus trips, I, I will say like the, the longer trips, like to and from our destination are not like the movie scene that you might think they are. Um, it involves a lot of sleeping, a lot of homework, a lot of just, you know, earphones in, listening to music. Sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll chat chat here and there about schoolwork that we might have. You know, we got girls helping each other with homework on the bus if they're in the same or similar classes. Oh, I'm trying to think, you know, old stories, you know, just like laughing about stuff. Sending memes in the group chat. That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite bus pastime. But yeah, it's just good. It, it's a great, it's great, honestly. I, I would do that Boston bus ride all over again, honestly, because it's just so fun being with all of them and being able to move around too definitely helps not being confined to like a car seat, but just being with the entire team coaches up at the front and just all the girls, you know, lining, you know, going up to any one of them talking to them. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Just kind of all being together. And even though we might not all be doing like, we're not all doing something together on the bus. Like it's still just being in each other's presence and just knowing that we're going to go, we're on our way to go, play hockey and have fun with each other, you know? So I think that was definitely a big contributor, especially to our success on our away trips. Well, style is the name of the game with your team. I think there's a saying that I've heard from, I think it's Reagan or Derek, might even been Parker, that's something like, whatever you're doing, CMU Women's Hockey does it better. So CMU Women's Hockey does it better. The actually funny story about that, we yeah. uh, when we played at Mon Ice Arena for our second game, Emily was controlling the speaker and MSU was across, you know how big Mun is, you know, it's huge. We're, we were in the one concourse that was direct all the way across the rink, all across the arena from MSU. And when we were finishing warming warmups, uh, MSU was warming up on the other side of the rink. And so Emily had a, a text to speech on her speaker so that she cranks the volume and she goes, CMU women's hockey does it better. So the other team can hear it. She's like, Mac is the best captain in Acha. You know, so we're just kind of, you know, having a little fun chirping there a little bit. But, yeah, CMU Women's Hockey does it better. I uh, definitely, you know, if I was hype, you know, that was something I would be screaming on the bench or in the locker room. So that's I that's our saying. I love that. Yeah. So Now, you just mentioned the MUN. And my next question was going to be, what was your favorite arena that you got or ice arena that you guys played at this year? I know, obviously, the Marty's got to be your favorite. That's obvious, number one. It is true. What are we putting at number two and three, though? Oh, man. I got to think. So where did we play? Oh, Barry's got to be in there somewhere. Barry was cool for Northern Michigan that second game. That was cool. Just I that rink's just a beauty, you know, even just going walk in the locker room. It's a hike, you know, go down a couple flights of stairs and through some hallways. But uh, 
the bench, you know, the benches um, and where they were at, just the view from the bench. The bench is really cool. I gotta think, where else did we play away? I, I'm Loyola. I mean, homecoming. That was fun. Second day, um, that rink was pretty cool. Um, having some friends and family in the crowd, that was cool. That's hard for me to rank, too, because Munn was very cool as well. I love those large-scale arenas once in a while, but again, tried and true, number one for me, because I just, I'm a sucker for those, like, smaller kind of hometown rinks, you know. There's only a, a limited amount of bleachers, so you got people lining the glass, you know, very small, like, you got, uh, like, uh, one little walkway around the rink and the board, so then, you know, the acoustics are great, so, you know, all the sound bounces around, it gets loud in there, you know, you get hype, and so... I love that. I'd probably rank Barry at number two. Just, again, it was just a really cool environment to play in and that we won. And then I think probably Mun. I'd probably put it third. That was a cool one. It was really cool. I love those large-scale arenas, um, the big jumbotrons and stuff. So it's fun. I, I think those are my top three. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, and I'd even add one more notable one. I loved Marlboro. But I know it's kind of a oh, lower yeah. scale I mean, rank. Obviously. Well, there's eight ranks there. Yeah. People don't know. At Nationals this year, it's eight ranks in Marlboro. I believe seven of them are for playing. One of them's like a practice rank or whatever. Yep. So it's a lot, a lot of space. And you guys put in that little corner by rank one. And although it wasn't maybe the best vantage point, it made for some interesting uh, games, to say the least, because of the ice and maybe lower than expected quality. I want to shift gears now to talking about this upcoming season and we're just about to wrap up things here pretty soon, but seven commitments so far to this woman's hockey team, five forwards, a goalie and a defensive player uh, that only being Tate Hutchinson and a surprise in Zoe Lawrence. And when I talked to Mac Barnett, who has been a great reliable source and a great friend to go to, she mentioned that a lot of this, these signings were surprising. So a lot of these girls you guys got, you didn't necessarily expect them to sign right away and from the places they did. And I loved how you mentioned earlier the diversity. You've got girls from Canada on this team, from Arizona, Florida, and obviously the Mitten State. So with the recruiting class that's coming in, where is the direction that's going? Obviously the expectation is to win. The expectation has been set how do you do it, and what is the strategy there? Um, I think we're definitely in an upward trend. Because I will say, I think probably uh, a few games first semester and a lot second semester, we were plagued by injury, illness, girls not being able to come on travel trips. Like even Northern Michigan, we had a very short bench. So I think adding um, more girls and, you know, having a solid, you know, three, four lines for each game, you know, so we have that cushion. If there are girls that are hurt or sick, um, that will definitely help. Because it, it's hard, especially at this level, playing three 20-minute periods of, you know, fast hockey with going out every other shift as like a center or going out every three shifts, you know, uh, it's it's tricky. But I think that will definitely help. And just bringing in more talent, you know, adding on what we already have, I think we're trending in a great direction. And again, all the other teams that we played this year, they're going to be different, but so are we. So I think we're going to be ready for whatever gets thrown at us this year. And again, it'll be... I think it'll be really cool. I know for me personally, but also the uh, the other freshmen from this past year, um, being sophomores and kind of being those mentors for the next in the, for the next class coming in. I can only hope that any single one of them has like the season that I had because I know I had so much fun playing and I'm so grateful for the season that I was able to have. And so that's my hope is that any one of them or all of them even would be amazing just to have a great season like that and just really have fun playing hockey here because I know I have and I know a lot of us have already. So 
I think that up and coming class is going to be really great for us. Yeah, I love that you just mentioned how you're going to kind of mentor and try to help out that upcoming class uh, that's coming in. What is one thing if you could say to them right now, if they're listening, one thing that you could say as a piece of advice on transitioning from wherever they're coming from down to CMU? (laughs) One thing I could say to the incoming freshmen, you mean like hockey wise or just kind of the college experience? Anything, either or. One of the things that I live by in just life in general, I actually, I have a tattoo for it. It says, it gets easier. It's a quote that goes, it gets easier. Every day gets a little easier, but that, but you got to do it every day. That's the hard part, but it does get easier. And so I think that can be applied to many aspects of life. You know, I know, especially this season, you know, I, I have my ups and downs, you know, I'm human. So you're going to have moments like that. And especially that first few weeks coming into college, because it's a big transition. Um, especially moving away from home, moving out of state or out of the country. So just keep going, you know, like even when the going gets tough, you know, you have it in you to keep going and um, be resilient and be proud of how far you've made it in life. You're here for a reason. And so, you know, just keep going and it, it will get easier the more you do. You know, that's the hardest part is keep to keep going when it gets tough and when the odds don't look in your favor. But that's what you got to do. You just got to keep going and then it's going to get easier. I can promise you that it will. And to any freshmen listening here, we're going to be here to help you. And um, the team is really excited to have you guys. And so, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I think it'll be even better. And we're just going to keep building on the year we had this year. That's, that's perfectly said. And mental health is a very important topic. It's a very important thing for a lot of college students that myself has struggled with, and I know many others. So we love to spread your message, and we love everything that you promote in that. So thank you, Kylie. Before we let you go here, what you got planned the rest of the summer, and uh, what, you, what you got working on personally? Just been, again, like I said, I'm doing CrossFit with my mom, um, so it's been helping me stay in shape. You know, she's big into CrossFit. Shout out to her. She's my, like, biggest inspiration, role model, et cetera, number one fan. Couldn't ask for a better mom. And uh, so, yeah, hanging out with her a lot. We, we're big about spontaneous road trips. We go all over the place, you know, go out of state to go see concerts. Been to, been to the city a couple times this summer. So I think I'll just be doing that and uh, hanging out with friends. I've seen some old friends from home, from high school, a couple from middle school that I still talk to. Um, got a part-time job at Dunkin' Donuts. So, you know, donut and coffee grind, you know what that's about. But uh, yeah, so just sticking it out. Um, I mean, of course, I love the summer break. I love not having to think about academics for a little bit, but I'm really kind of amped for the season and all this hockey talk has got me really excited for the season. So, and just the school year, see all my friends again. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited and I, I love it at CMU. It's just, it's amazing. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, Kylie. We really appreciate it. And thank you as well, Parker Morrison. We hope to see you some more. We're definitely going to see you some more. I'm going to force you on here. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting off anything easy, man. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. It was great to talk to you guys, catch up. And uh, thanks for all your work with the broadcasting this year. It's, It's been great, great coverage. I just know a lot of my family and friends and my teammates' family and friends have been able to watch. And it's been great. So thank you guys for that. 
Well, it's our pleasure, Kylie. And as always, we look forward to seeing you and the rest of the Central Michigan women's hockey team this upcoming season when you guys resume play this coming September to a Marty Ice Arena near you. That's all that we have today for Episode 5 of the Chippewa Hockey Download. We'll be with us next week. We'll be talking to another member of the CMU men's D3 hockey team, and we'll continue on talking more all things CMU hockey. This has been the Chippewa Hockey Download, Episode 5, a sit-down with Kylie Del Rey. Thanks for watching, everybody, and have a nice week.